Hello. And welcome to Drunken Time Travel. It's beer o'clock and time for what we just heard. Yes. Cyclical nature of time, I suppose. This podcast is being recorded and training for monitoring purposes. It's been what and when, why? It's being recorded for training and monitoring purposes. Okay. Not what I first said. See also the cyclical nature of time. I see. Anyway, on my left is a man who doesn't eat his breakfast with a sonic spoon. It's Irish Garth. And on my right, a man who is a wizard. It's English Garth. Hello. We'll ignore the fact that we're not on those sides of today. Do we normally, are we normally on the right sides? Yeah. Yes, we obviously, are. Uh, obviously, politically speaking, we are, yes. Yes, I, I, I've just noticed we are actually on the other sides. Opposite sides. Mm. Cyclical nature of time, Beth. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. Let's go with that the entire episode <laughs> until people get sick of it. Our Tedious Link beer, official Tedious Link beer, is uh, called It's a Trap. From the Yeasty Boys. Yeah. Which are a UK brewery. And we'll tell people a little bit more about that. A little later in the Venley. show. Venley. Oh, nice. Mm. Nice. Smooth. I thought so. What are we doing? Yes, this podcast is about Doctor Who, apparently. And this one is about Death to the Daleks. Is it? Yes. Yes. Nine years, ten years in, they just thought about, you know, killing the Daleks or something. Who thought about it? Oh, people. Are we going to find out? Yes. Oh. I'm going to tell you all about it in what I like to call a synopsis. Please tell us all about it. Okay. In my Terminator synopsis. Genesis. Something like that. Part one. Thinking they're going to the beach planet, the Doctor and Sarah Jane Smith end up in a, yes, you guessed it, a quarry. Quarry count so far in this series, 3 billion. Quarry count by the end, N. The TARDIS undergoes a number of power shortages which is being caused on the planet. They split up and the Doctor is pursued by an alien. Between whiles, Sarah finds a hidden sacred city and is captured to be sacrificed. She has all the luck. The Doctor eventually finds the Marine Space Corps, whose spaceship has also crashed due to the power drain. They're in search of perineum, to cure a plague or something. The Corps see a ship land nearby and assume it's their rescue ship, but being the first cliffhanger of a Dalek story, it's, you guessed it, quarries. I mean Daleks. They open fire. Part 2. Well, they would open fire if they weren't all subject to the energy drain. Daleks are also after perineum, for some reason. The Doctor, Marine Space Corps, and Daleks agree to an alliance so they can arrest the drain, which goes well until they're captured by Exilians. Meanwhile, at the Dalek ship, the remaining Daleks go all A-team and change their weapons for projectile ones to beat the Exilians, also known as Exilons. The Doctor is captured along with Sarah and is going to be sacrificed too. The Exelons are then forced to mine the Perineum with the Corps 
wiping out renegade ones. The sacrifice takes place in a tunnel where they wait for the killer, but an exelon appears. While this happens, a giant shower head attacks the doctor. While this happens, a giant shower head attacks the doctor. Nah, I like the uh, previous one, the accent there. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that one in then. <laughs> Part 3. The Exelon tells Sarah his name is Bilal, and he is searching for the Ark of the Covenant. Wait, that's not right. He hides Sarah from the pursuing Daleks. The Daleks find the Doctor before being killed by the showerhead. Bilal tells the Doctor and Sarah that Exelon and its city used to be very advanced. So much so, the city forced them out and they worship it now because people always worship their ex-landlords. Bilal wants to destroy the city and goes off with the doctor to do that. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <clears throat> the showerhead attacks more Daleks and Exelons. The doctor and Bilal get into the city and face several rooms with puzzles to get past while the doc- doctors... <laughs> the... Doctor and Bilal get into the city and face several rooms with puzzles to get past while Daleks pursue them. Now that's a game show. As they arrive at a corridor with a pattern on it, yes, it's a cliffhanger? (laughs) Part 4. Turns out the pattern is electrified, but the Doctor gets past that with his sonic screwdriver. They get past further tests. At the city centre, the Doctor tries to control the city's central computer, but triggers a creation of human quote-unquote antibodies. He carries on working as the Daleks arrive and shoot the antibodies. Back with the core, Sarah and Marines swap the Daleks' perineum sacks with ones filled with sand so Earth can have them using Looney Tunes Plan 456. Power is restored to the planet, and the Daleks admit that they were the ones behind the plague all along. They'll use the Peridium to hold the universe to ransom, since they're Bond villains now. When the Daleks leave, one of their co- one of the core blows up their ship with him and all the Daleks in it. The city melts now. Why not? The end. <laughs> Why not, indeed. <laughs> That was Death to the Daleks. <laughs> that was something. I'm not sure what it was, but it was something. That was something, something Daleks. Yeah. <laughs> so as we started the story, the Doctor and Sarah Jane were going off to... to what, what did go off to a beach planet or something called Florana? Yeah. To Flower Planet. Yes. It's mm-hmm. it's a wonderful planet, apparently, so naturally we never see it. Mm. It's like most of the best planets in Doctor Who. It's like they talk about all the best planets and we never go there. We did go to the Eye of Orion once. Mm. We also went to Metabolis 3. <laughs> when did we go there, Gav? Uh, it was fairly recently. To Tory's time. Oh, we did go there! Like a few stories ago, yes. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, we're going there again. Wait for it. Cyclical nature of time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that weren't quite such the uh, beautiful, picturesque planet. Like Florana is. <laughs> like what Florana is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, 
He said it was lovely and everything, but ended up being attacked by everything ever when he got there. Mm-hmm. And it was blue. Yes, why would you not want to go there? Because... But that's a different story. That is a different story. There are many different stories with that thing. Mm-hmm. I have a question about beach planets. Yeah. How does that... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> is that the question? What? I mean, the entire planet is like a beach planet, shall we say. It was what we're what, what they're sort of hinting at. So essentially, then that's just one landmass. Is it, or is it like stripes of landmasses? One, one tiny landmass that is just a beach. All the rest of it is water. Wouldn't that just be a water planet then? It's not if you're on the beach. <laughs> it's not like saying this is the UK planet. If you're in the UK. Yeah. Okay. The water was quite interesting, wasn't it? Obviously, you're not in sales, Gav. You're not, you're not going to sell many tickets to the sea planet. Well, you might. If people like sea. Especially if it's fizzy. Mm. Why would people like a fizzy sea? I don't know. It disgusts me. Oh, so the doctor, yeah, because yeah, the doctor says to uh, Sarah Jane, oh, you can't drown or, or you can't sink on Florana. Effervescent water keeps you afloat or something. Well, it's, well you can't really drown here either. It's quite difficult. It, it keeps you afloat. Mm. Unless you're yeah, particularly so. stupid. Yeah, unless you're particularly stupid, what are you doing drowning? <laughs> yeah. You deserve to die if you drown. <laughs> That's what Gaff's saying. <laughs> no, you're putting words in my mouth. They are the correct words. But yes. If you drown, it's your fault. And good riddance. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so. sure. I agree with that. I don't fuck it. <laughs> you shouldn't be in a sea planet. Yeah, stop being on the sea planet. Stupid sea person. Yeah. Um, Doctor, is there, is there a lot of like inflatable beach stuff for someone who's no time to go to the beach? Who says he's got no time to go to the beach? I'm fucking saying he's no time to go to the beach. But he's got a lot of beach stuff, so obviously he's got the time. Maybe he just likes collecting beach stuff. Oh. That sounds like a really, really shabby. So it's the kind of thing he would do. Collecting beach stuff. Well, I mean, uh, he also has a oil lamp that he has in a cupboard somewhere. Hmm. If, yeah. If you ask me, he's just a hoarder. Yeah. He just finds things and keeps yeah. them and never gets Tra- rid of them. Travels around in a state-of-the-art futuristic time travel machine. That looks like a shitty police box. Yeah, I'm going to have a time. I'm going to have an oil lamp as well. Not some uh, infinitely uh, fluorescent sort of glow stick. Doctor, thank you for, for saving us from the Cybermen. What can we ever do to thank you? To thank you? Um, do you have an oil lamp? Mm-hmm. Mind one of them. Mm-hmm. Or a beach ball? <laughs> I'll take either. Or, or both. Yeah. I'm not picking. Two beach balls. <laughs> and a spade. <laughs> now you're spoiling me. 
Now where can I go and dig a sandcastle? Not on Metabelis 3, that's for sure. <laughs> they don't like me there. <laughs> we keep attacking me. All I want to do is build a sandcastle. <laughs> the, uh, well, we're in the TARDIS at the beginning as well, with all the beach stuff. And all the power starts going, so I just thought they were obviously saving on the lights this episode. <laughs> but yeah, even though all the lights have gone, you can still see you can still see them and everything. The, the, there is a massive spotlight on the console. Yeah. So either there's a massive spotlight on the console, or it's natural phosphorescence shining on the console. Yes. Directionally. It's the name of a good novel, that. It's a bad name for a good novel. <laughs> it's a good name for a bad novel. One of both, those both are things. <laughs> so, yeah, they, so, yeah. Uh, they end up on Exelon. It's this planet. Oh, is the planet called Exelon? Why the fuck not? Hmm. And it's full of Exelons. Yes. Exilians. Exilians. They used to be Elions. They're uh, Exilians and Exilians of Exilons. They, they used to be Elons, but they're now they're no longer that. Oh, I feel sad for them now. They're Exilons, you see. Do you see them? Do you? Do you yes, I, 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 I got that. Do you, see yeah. what, do you see what I did there? What I did was... <laughs> what was it that it... What you did? What was it that it was that you did? <laughs> So yeah, when when the first showed up, or rather they didn't first show up, but uh, there was a hint of it in the foreground, a stroke in a rock. Yeah. Mm. Doctor and Sarah in the background, and uh, just a hand just appears and strokes a rock. <laughs> you can't see my mime in here, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's just looking at why are you doing that? Do you, do you like stroking rocks? I don't know, is that a thing? Not me, I'm not an excellent. Are you still an ill on them? Yeah. Okay. But if it's a particularly smooth rock, I might, <laughs> might, I might have to try and stroke some rocks. See if I like it or not. Sure. I see no problem with that. I'll report back next episode. Okay. See what you do. That's my, uh, all my rights sorted for next time. (laughs) (laughs) So these Exelons are... Are are they Ewoks? Yeah. Well... Are are they Ewoks? (laughs) Are they Ewoks? My question. Well, when they were fighting the Daleks, they just reminded me of Ewoks against the Stormtroopers. And that, that was that was completely stupid as well. And, and so is this. And so is this. <laughs> and the Ewoks won, and the Exelons apparently vaguely won at that point as well. Yeah, part, part of the thing that makes this stupid as well is that they're just blokes running around with dirty sheets on their heads. Sort of like a dirty protest. They're not even as good as Ewoks. Well, what is? What are? 
Unless the dirty sheets are that rancid. But it does something. What does it do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it puts your enemies off. <laughs> Would it put the Daleks off? I don't think they would care. You'd have to have a really OCD Dalek to be. Well, aren't they all about purity? The Daleks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but probably not, you know. Cleanliness. <laughs> <laughs> Cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> Also, no wonder their ex-lungs are all dirty and stuff. I mean, it's going to be hard to sleep, in, you know, near that city that, that with the flashing light and noise all friggin' night and day long. Right, the city has like the a... The neighbours are having a rave again. <laughs> has, a, has a spike at the top <laughs> of it that has a flashing light. And every time it flashes, it goes... Brrrr. Brrrr. <laughs> Which, if you ask me, if someone who's designing a city, that would not be the number one thing to make. This city's missing something. I'm getting to sleep quite easy. (laughs) How can we stop that? (laughs) We could have it drill a hole into your head every night. (laughs) That would work. That would work, but ironically it might put you to sleep quicker. (laughs) But if we want to not put you to sleep every night instead of just the once. <laughs> Maybe just have a loud noise and flashing lights everywhere. Brilliant. Well, that's us done our work for the day. Shall we get Chinese? <laughs> well, yeah, I'd like our... So that Sarah Jane was sent to be sacrificed. Yes. As well, and uh, and and sp- they spent the like first episode just chanting at Sarah Jane. They moved into the second episode, and they started giving her a cup to smell. Something. <laughs> Are you going to sacrifice her yet, or what? This has been like an episode and a half, and you've done nothing. Except that you're going to sacrifice her and give her a cup of soup or something. That's where a cup of soup was invented, Declan. Was it? Mm. Cool. Apparently. And then they weren't they've going to done, sac- They've done quite a lot. What else did they invent? Um, Pot noodles. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> But on Florana they have effervescent pop noodles. Fizzy pop noodles? Yes. I don't know if that's genius or just rancid. <laughs> I have a fair idea. <laughs> <laughs> I I need some now. Do you think just pouring some coke into a pot noodle will do? Yeah. That's what you if, should if do. If I boil some coke and <laughs> Or lemonade Or or, or or soda water If I boil some soda water Boil some lemonade Use the Chinese one Because you can get lemon and chicken Stuff like that don't you Mm. So that might work 
If you boil fizzy water, is it still fizzy? No. I'm pretty sure the fizziness <laughs> goes. <laughs> would you, would you agree? I, I would suspect it would, but I don't know. Hmm. I think this needs to be an experiment. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> And that's to not do it. Is, is that to ask our dear listeners? Yes. What the answer yeah. is? If we could get one of them to boil some fizzy water, yeah. that would be right. Uh, please email in as let us know the results. Yes. You know the address. Or if you don't, fine. <laughs> <laughs> email Make one up. Email someone you know. <laughs> it will get to us. Uh, it reminded me the, the whole Exelon situation, which is another good title, reminded me of the very much of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. That's, that's, that's one where they all worship like a nuclear weapon. But they all seem to be dressed quite similar to that as well. Doctor Who Beneath the Planet of the Exelon situation. Mm. Good title. Yeah, it's quite good, that actually. It's a good title for a bad book. All kinds of callbacks. Mm-hmm. It's, good, it's a good thing that... It's all to do with the cyclical nature of time. <laughs> it's a good thing that... You know, an Exelon, is that a gond? It's a good thing <laughs> that uh, the Exelons can't actually shoot arrows. Otherwise, everyone would have died in their first episode. Especially since that seems to be the main source of weaponry. On this planet. I was wondering what your word was there was going to be. <laughs> Main source of... <laughs> Words. No. <laughs> um, and in the Exelon City, where we mentioned about the Doctor going through these traps with Belal, there was mm-hmm. one that was basically trace... Use your finger to trace... There's a, there was a maze on the wall. Yeah. Use your finger to trace over it. And then if you get yeah. past, if you do it correctly, you can get past that room or whatever. Yeah. I just there were people that were dead in there because they never managed to solve the maze. Mm. That's just what fucking shit are you? <laughs> you literally died of starvation because you couldn't you <laughs> couldn't do a child's maze. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then seeing how uh, Bilal tre- treated the uh, the rug puzzle, if we're going to call it that. We're going to call it a rug puzzle, yeah. <laughs> or a rustle. Yeah, where basically you are, you are to only step on the white bits, not the red bits. Is that what you had to do? Yeah. Because the way the doctor was explaining it, I was just like, I have no idea what he's talking about here. But he used his sonic screwdriver for some reason or something? Yeah, it, it was scanning for which bits are safe. All right. And it was the white bits are safe. Why don't you just say to Bilal, the white bits are safe, stand on them? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like pointing and things. Just, just tell him the white bits are safe. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So that's what it is. I have, it, I have sympathy for Bilal. Yeah, he skipped and hopped across all the white bits to the other side and just told him to follow my steps without saying, just stand on the white bits. 
and then got him across. And then when he got him across, he says, look what would have happened if you'd have stood on a red bit. <laughs> and he threw a coin up red bit and it exploded. Yeah. They use a similar thing again in the Five Doctors. Well, yes, it was pretty damn stupid. And all very simple, puzzly things. Yeah. It was like something you would see in a reader's digest. But yeah, but yeah, given his confusion, even after standing all the white on all the white bits to get across, he still couldn't figure out that standing on the white bits was the key. You can see why their stupid people never go past well, the yeah. maze bit. Purple. Speaking so, of stupid people. Yes. The Daleks. The stupidest of the Daleks. These are the worst Daleks I've ever... Um, yeah. The Daleks are wor- in this? These are the worst Daleks ever. First of all, the Dalek... The, the music they use for the Daleks in this... Was like off of Benny Hill. It was. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not. First appear, and they come out of the ship, and then they're going to fire. The music sounds like this. And first you think, wow, this is literally the best music ever. It doesn't inspire fear or or think you think the Daleks are, you know, terrifying or anything. But it is pretty pretty hilarious. (laughs) Until you realise it's literally the only music they will use for the entire story. (laughs) As long as they don't use it for other stories as well. All the time. it uh, it's it's like that. You remember the gunfighters guy? Mm-hmm. It's like that tune in the <laughs> gunfighters that never stopped. That never fucking stopped. Why do they like doing that in Doctor Who? What ramming things into your face so you never experience? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you didn't realise it week after week, but when we're watching it, like, all in the same night. <laughs> all of Doctor Who in the same night? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Maybe it's not meant to be watched. All in the same night? In, <laughs> in this short space of time. Well, I didn't... You're supposed to be given time to forget about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched... I generally watch them, like a, like, one episode a day or whatever. Until we do the ep- episodes, and review it again, and then we watch one them all night. one night. Yeah, I but even, why even, even do doing that. one a day, I noticed that crazy <laughs> music. Talking about silly uh, sounds and stuff. Okay. What about the the plungery weapon sound that sounds like it's sloshing in water? What you mean when they did the weapon, but it didn't yeah. work when it's the not end of the first <laughs> episode? Something like that. 
Yeah, it, it sounded like someone... You know those spray things you use for water to spray plants? It sounded like someone put, like... A tongue in it. Moisturiser in it. Or, or, <laughs> or something and use it like that. That's what I'm it's, saying. Okay. <laughs> Just gonna have to deal with it. Uh, yeah, so the Daleks, their weapons were subject to the energy drain, but nothing else because because they're half robots, as the doctor said, and they they have psychokinetic power or something. If you ask me, they're just mm-hmm. impotent. He said. Uh, he yeah. said the reason that they could still move around and stuff was because they had because of their psychokinetic power. Yeah, uh, he did say that. Yeah. And Sarah I don't say, get that. Do you mean they have legs? No, no. Yeah, they're half robots. They're they're living bubbling bobs of hate. Do you mean they have legs? No, it's because they have psychokinetic power. Do you understand? No. (laughs) Does anyone? Talking about. So yes, apparently that's how Daleks move now, psychokinetically. Yeah, I just hope it's because they've got. Which is why they can uh, travel upstairs and hover and shit now. Wasn't psychokinetic? a word in one of the Prodigy songs. Almost. (laughs) Someone at work got the Prodigy confused with the Proclaimers. (laughs) What? (laughs) How? I don't know. If I could walk a thousand miles, I'd start a fire. (laughs) In your shoes. But it was the most amazing thing. <laughs> now I want to hear the, pro- the proclaimers sing prodigy songs. <laughs> uh, okay, you, you've discovered the uh, Dalek's greatest weakness, haven't you, Gav? Yes, apparently, yeah. It's wood. <laughs> she said they can't handle wood. <laughs> Fucking explodes. <laughs> so the, these cloth heads, that's what I'm calling them. Cloth, cloth heads, it's good name. The, the cloth eggs just attacked them. Cloth like, eggs? Yeah. Okay. If you want. I do. But yeah, they just attacked him with like bow and arrow, wooden sticks type thing, and then yes. a Dalek exploded <laughs> in fire. I think they just gathered around it and hit it with some wood. It, it, it's like he's a green lantern or something. I was going to say that. I was thinking, wasn't there a group? Was that yellow? Or wasn't there a green lantern that didn't like wood? I think there were variations, but there was one that didn't like yellow. I'm sure there was one that didn't like wood. Was that the old one? Whatever his name was. Guy. No. That's what I thought, but it's not him. No. It's the really old one, the first Green Lantern. 
Reginald. Reginald Huxley. Reginald Huxley. The fuck's Reginald the Huxley? The original Greenland. He's, he's someone. And he's like, yeah, I'm Reginald Huxley. You don't have any awards, do you? <laughs> Good. I shall now beat you. <laughs> I'll beat you with my cloth. <laughs> and my lamp. My lamp full of cloth. <laughs> lamp full of cloth. <laughs> that would be quite embarrassing, I imagine that. A lamp full of cloth? <laughs> Be beaten by some oh, lump full of cloth. <laughs> it bit me, but you don't understand. He had a lump, and it was full of cloth. Yeah, but you wouldn't tell anyone that, would you? <laughs> Only if you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've mentioned these the worst Alex ever. Mm-hmm. Um, did they clone Dalek Steve? Is that is that what happened? Again, <laughs> are these be. Dalek Steve's children? <laughs> it's it's the only logical explanation. It's, <laughs> it's the only logical explanation. Seriously, the the they were the most inept things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I forgot. There was another one who... Uh, did, did they do anything good at all? No. They Any were of all the Daleks? shit. I can't think of anything. No. No, no that's... No. Was it they, they got everything some Ewoks to mine for them, but that was about it. And that's not really the best thing ever. Oh, they, oh, they created some uh, weapons that they can use. Yeah, they went all, oh, yeah, yeah, about 18 and got their uh, pea shooters and things. Yeah. Which apparently was terrifying. And then and then one of them, a prisoner escaped, so one of them just oh, self-destructed. The, they did murder a load of cloth heads. Cloth lamp heads? Cloth lamp heads, then, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, to be honest, yeah, that was one bit I was impressed with with the Daleks. How <laughs> they uh, they had a toy TARDIS with which to practice shooting with. Yeah, <laughs> they went to the to the trouble. I've no idea how they managed to craft a toy TARDIS. Well, this is my question. <laughs> it opens so many questions. I mean, they've obviously just thought, wouldn't it be cool if we, you know, the story of the thought, mm. wouldn't it be cool if we got a toy TARDIS and they could shoot that? Mm. But that, that opens up a whole thing. To, no, to first off, they must have developed a way to be able to shoot stuff. Connected things, right, we developed a way. Right, what are we going to practice targeting on? Let's build a toy TARDIS. <laughs> So you saying that they built this toy TARDIS in this episode? Yes. <laughs> or do the does, found one? Does every ship have <laughs> target TARDISes? Target TARDISes. <laughs> which which another thing is 
Which which the girl pull and the fly one and the shoot them out <laughs> like clay pigeons, <laughs> yes, clay, clay tigers. <laughs> but if every ship has one, that must mean they're manufactured on Scaro. Which would mean that Daleks mm. on Scaro have the job of making toy target tigers. <laughs> How shit a Dalek must you be? <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> shit enough to be on this planet? <laughs> oh shit must you be, that's your job. And you're not even in this ship. <laughs> it's just it's just wonderful. And when there's down at Christmas, do they hang them on the on the tree? So in that episode of the uh, the Dalek film <laughs> which one the first one or the second one I don't know which one it was but they had loads of Lego toys was that the Dalek toy division did they the one in the future or the one in the I can't future. remember <laughs> I, th- I think it was I think it was the first film the one where they go to Scarrow. Yeah. I don't remember. And they just had a load of Lego toys all over the place. Oh, I vaguely remember that now. It wasn't actually Lego, but it would look astonishingly yeah. like Lego. <laughs> yeah. Right, so they make Lego and, and the it, It's Dalek. just part of the Dalek toy division. <laughs> oh, so the, they, had, the they hadn't got round to making TARDIS toys yet. Well, no, we've got to see one first. Um, Dalek Law, or will we move on? I don't know, have we got anything to say about Dalek Law? Not that's going to beat the toy artist thing, though. <laughs> Um, okay, lastly, the showerhead thing that was part of the city. Mm-hmm. It seemed like setting fire to things. Maybe it was the prodigy, but yeah. it uh, there was a, there was an exelon in the water, in like a mm-hmm. lake in the water or something, mm-hmm. and it set fire to the exelon, and it looked really confused and stuff. And I think right, you set fire in water. Hmm, what to do, what to do. <laughs> Just fall back, for God's sake, you stupid ass. What, are you afraid you might get this, clean? See, Gav, this is why the puzzle room, I've stumped them all, <laughs> all this time. This is why they never got past the child's maze. Because they get set fire in the middle of a pool of water and don't know how to put it out. <laughs> I'm just stand there and burn to death. Well, the Daleks went much better. There was a Dalek next to it, next to the lake, and then it set fire to it and blew up as well. To be fair, a Dalek can't duck down. It's it's pretty rigid. Well, it could say it could say something other than oh, "I'm melting." It might not have said that, but it should have. 
It could move. But, but at least somebody weren't throwing bits of wood at it. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst dogs ever. <laughs> You're listening to Drunken Time Travel. It is quarter past the hour. It's time for the beer interlude. So, this beer then, Gav. Is it? Why did I choose this one? Is it because it's a New Zealand Belgian IPA? Uh, no, but is it? Yes. Is it because it contains? 200% of the normal amount of countries in a beer. Yeah. It's, uh... No, it's essentially because it, it's a trap. And, and, and which links in with... There's loads of traps. Cool. Excellent. In this epistory. And also because it, it's, uh, it's, its label is in the bonus style... Of Star Wars. You got it right, well done. See, I know I shit me. And did you know It's a Trap is also a Star Wars thing? Uh, yeah. Admiral Akbar said It's a Trap in Return of the Jedi. Okay, I couldn't have told you which one it was from. Oh, so it's made by the Yeasty Boys. See what they did Mm. All kinds of pop culture here. It is. At least three. I'm quite enjoying it. I, I, I am I really enjoying this. crisp. I think this is pretty damn awesome, if you ask me. Well, we are asking you. Good, because I'm telling you, it's damn awesome. I thought you said it was pretty dumb. It is also pretty. If you were a Dalek... Yeah, and you were going to get the last can of this, mm-hmm. and you dropped it. Mm-hmm. Would you kill yourself? Would you self-destruct? Because yes, you did that? pretty much. Yeah, that's what Daleks do. Yeah, so I'm just checking. How would you do that? By uh... I'd, I'd just shake myself a little bit, maybe run into a fence. <laughs> Put a wicker basket over your head. <laughs> yeah, so it's a nice IPA. It's uh, ref- it's quite refreshing as well. I find. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. That's, that's nice. I have never seen this before. I don't expect it to be widely distributed. Therefore, but. If you can find some, get it. Because it's fucking nice. Is it a New Zealand Belgian IPA? Well, that's what it says it is. It says NZ. Is that what that sounds for? But it's made in England. In what I like to call Leeds. Yeah. It, it could stand for nearly... Nearly zoological. Yeah, nearly zoological. <laughs> I doubt it. 
I will agree. There's always a chance. <laughs> it's highly likely that New Zealand is higher up the list than nearly zero lunch. <laughs> uh, but no, sticker for me. Sticker for me. Excellent. If only we made a note of these things somewhere. <laughs> That would be like almost professional and shit. Yeah, no need for that. So the doctor then. Uh, yeah, it mm-hmm. was only a matter of time before he worked with his enemies, since that's what happens in TV shows. Hasn't he done that before yet? Worked with. He hasn't worked. No. He hasn't worked with the Daleks before. Or the Cybermen. As in that? You could almost say he's worked with a master, I suppose. I'll take you away from him, but I would have thought that he's worked with them already. With the dogs? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, worst clicker ever, I think I've already mentioned, is don't move, it's a rug. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move, it's a hideous rug. And yeah, and the, the mm. guy at the end who used the last bomb while he was in the Dalek spaceship to blow it up along with himself and the Daleks. What the doctor said after he died was, well, he did his duty. Really, mm. nothing to say about him being dead, really. So heartless. Mm. You know, at the end when he uh, went into the uh, the final test room, if you like, mm. and is I was going. I I know how to sort of stop this city, and he's just sort of just then starts pulling out random circuits <laughs> and stuff. Well, that would make sense. But he pulls out random circuits and then starts scraping things off them and stuff. Yeah, and soldering them and... Just pull out the circuits, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do anything yeah, else. Pull out the circuits, cut the blue wire, and uh, and job done. Never cut the blue wire. Is it the red one? Yeah. Well, we'll do somehow. <laughs> that's such a fool, pal. Don't... Pull the circuits out and then try and fix them or something, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. I don't think he was making the antibodies. He was fed up with the lows, he was trying to make antibodies to kill him. Well, yeah, surely, if you just pull shit out and wires and destroy stuff, that's going to be work. You don't have to re-circuit things and stuff. Maybe he was just bored. Maybe he's just bored because all the traps he's gone through so far were shit. And he just <laughs> wanted something interesting to do. I'm, I'm going to make I'm going to make better traps for the next people. <laughs> <laughs> if the city hadn't melted, <laughs> that's what I was doing. Anyway. What a cunt! <laughs> Hmm. 
I did like as well. He's been he's been going through uh, the tunnels with Sarah as well, and eventually he just goes, "Oh fucking hell, I've had enough." Right, I'm gonna go ahead here in this tunnel. You stay here. Don't move. I'm fucking off. <laughs> he goes. If there's trouble, you can shout me. I'll, I'll only be what half a mile away, so. So I'll be able to hear you all right and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'll just stay there. Don't come near me again. The only time this will possibly be a bad idea is if there's a killer showerhead down here. Yeah. But it'll be fine otherwise. Cheers. Was there a killer showerhead down there? Yes, there was a killer showerhead. <sighs> Who would have thought that that would have been a bad idea? Who would have thunk it? Um, yeah, and, and the whole, the Exelon civilization apparently went to Earth to, and they helped or built the pyramids in Peru because early humans couldn't have done that. How the fuck did they build anything? <laughs> okay, number one. No, they didn't. <laughs> and... Humans couldn't have done it? Yeah, of course they did. They did it. Stop with this fucking crap about aliens coming down and doing things in the past because you assume people from the past are stupid. Well, well, people that. from the present are stupid. Well, yes. So, it's so obvious that people from the past are even stupid. It's just because, oh, we, we couldn't have done that. We couldn't do that, so people in the past can't. Um, yes, they could. Yeah, and they did get over it. It's the same with the Roman... The concrete that the Romans used is actually better than the ones we have today. Hence why a lot of their stuff is mm. so standing and stuff we have is... Shit. <laughs> not to say shit. No, but it is a shit. It is shit. You are correct. Not only is it shit, it doesn't last. It's, oh. it's like we're embarrassed about our stuff. It's because the doctor comes and just takes it and hoards it away with his oil lamps and beach stuff. Yeah. So Sarah Jane then. I can't remember that way. Sarah Jane is a tough journalist. And at the start of the story, when she goes no, to the yeah. planet, she's she's scared of rocks now. Apparently, she she certainly doesn't want to stroke them. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that that was almost because of the uh, the new game. Is that a rock or a, <laughs> a, a xylophone? What do you call it? Or a xylophone? <laughs> is that a xylophone? <laughs> <laughs> Uh yes, xylophones, exilons. That's what they're called. Yes, that's what they're <laughs> called. Definitely. She also says to the doctor, she she's dressed for the beach. So then she says to the doctor, "Hey, you know, I think I'll go back in time and get changed." She doesn't get changed. She just puts on something on top of her her swimsuit. But anyway, um, yeah. And speaking of which. It took us three episodes to get Sarah Jane in the rundies. Yeah. 
Well, that's that was in that, a bikini. That, yeah. in a, in a <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in a bikini. Don't worry, misogynist fans. That's beaten by Perry uh, over ten years later. <laughs> Um, it, it's some record to set, though, that was held for quite some time, I imagine. Uh, yeah, it'd be about 11 years. Unless Harry Sullivan wore a bikini in his mm. first appearance. I don't know if fans were clamouring for it, but <laughs> it happened. Yeah, she tells, so she goes back in the toilets get changed, but before she says, tells the doctor not to go away. And as soon as she goes in, he goes wandering off. He fucks right off as quick as he can. And then the, uh, then he gets beaten up by some Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, again, uh, Sarah Jane, quick on the uptake with the whole time travelling situation things there. Said it, it, it's as if the TARDIS is dying, like she knows it's awakens. How how long has she been with the Doctor? She, she seems to know everything. She knows everything. Except rocks. She's not good with rocks. But it, it, it's just like, no matter what happens, she's... She knows about it and nothing's a surprise to her anymore. And she's only just started being... It's only a third story. Tell you what I do like is Bilal came along and she didn't go, Oh my God, you're hideous. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I don't know, uh, Joe? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was amazing. <laughs> Which brings us to the evil humans. <laughs> who were the real villains of this story. I really like that these futuristic marine space corps humans have really like normal boring names like Richard and Peter. It just amused me far too much. What could be more of an Earth name though? Bilal? Also, they have uh, yeah to go with the world's most boring names, <laughs> the world's most boring meals. <laughs> a plate of mashed potato. A plate of mashed potato, which they do eat some of it. Yeah. The doctor, right? Obviously, right. Let, let's say they're at the crash on this planet. They don't have much food left, I would say, apart from a massive bag of potatoes. So the doctor, who's presumably eaten half an hour beforehand, they still give him a plate. He eats maybe a quarter of it, so we'd be generous, and then picks up the tray and puts it back with the others. They've just given you some of their limited amount of food, Mm. and you've just basically shit on it. (laughs) I would if they'd give me a plate of mush. Do you not like mush? Yeah. But just like shitting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just making a point. <laughs> what was I, I'd doing? be staring at the rest of the plate of mash. I wish I'd eaten that now. <laughs> but good, that was a good point. 
What point was it? I don't know, but it were good. <laughs> <laughs> They also mentioned about having photos in a visual file, and then when when they get the visual file, it's just a pile of photos. (laughs) (laughs) In in like a folder. You mean some photos. (laughs) No, this is my visual file. What, What aren't you getting about this? My visual file. This is my picture of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I had to eat Monday. This is what I had to eat Tuesday. Wait, isn't that the same as Monday? No. This is a different pearl of mash. Look, can't you see? Can I put a bit more pepper onto there. <laughs> Do you have any pepper? No. But I substitute it with some more mashed potatoes. <laughs> No, it was just a bit of dust I found on floor. It looks like pepper. I can pretend. No, you've not, you've made me lose my place. Right, Monday I had this. <laughs> Here's me with a salsa with my mash. <laughs> what, was that Thursdays or Wednesdays mash? I don't know. Hey Richard, was this Thursdays or Wednesdays? <laughs> Sometimes we use our mashed potato for target practice. I believe you had a problem with some of the acting. Yes, some of the acting, especially the uh, the the woman on it. You were, you were trying to think of her name there, weren't you? Yeah, I can't remember what her name I can't was. Remember. I can remember no. one name in it, and that was it. Well, it wasn't Richard or Peter, that's for sure. It was just so much overreacting, overacting of everything. It was... No, overreacting, I think, was right. Yes. It it was like some of the worst acting I've ever witnessed, and I include my own performance on Sarcastic Voyage in that. (laughs) And and let's not forget the sketches on this that we occasionally do. (laughs) It was like, looking at that, oh, look at that, with massive eyes, a gaping jaw, and the stiff stance of, ah, if only you could see what I was doing then. But it was like that, just so, so exaggerated in everything that she did. It was slightly distracting. I didn't like the young... Mm -hmm. Sort of guy person. Yeah. Mm. But I'll talk about him in a second. Mm. Or no. Uh, he, yeah. he complained about the oh. commander going soft and then, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. and then, so, <laughs> so you can, and then, uh, then gave up to the sand people seconds later. Mm. Ewoks, Tusken Raiders, whatever you want to call them. See, he should have brought them some cake. Some cake? Yeah. I don't know why. Mashed potato cake. <laughs> you know who'd been good in this? Bodger and Badger. 
mashed potato cake, yes. I should make that for Sunday. That would be awesome. Uh, who would you make it for? You. Why <laughs> <laughs> fucking host? Mashed potato cake with gravy. Put a, put a few candles in. You're having some, some, I've made some mashed potato cake. <laughs> it's got pepper on it. Has it? <laughs> <laughs> it's got some. It's got pepper in it. Oh, I've also uh, dusted. <laughs> Are you not grateful? So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did like. Uh, I think it was the Scottish guy as well. Galloway, that's the one name I remember. Was it Galloway? Yeah, it was. Yeah, at one point he's uh, he's going. There's there's only us five fleshy humans with bows and arrows. This is the four of the most ruthless killing machines in the galaxy. He goes, we have you outnumbered. Really? <laughs> I suppose they did have like wooden sticks and shit. They had wood, you see, that was the thing. Mm. And also Daleks couldn't shoot or anything. The best mm. they could hope before was uh, blowing up near them. <laughs> But well, they weren't doing much better with the wooden sticks, apart from they didn't know at the time that Daleks were allergic to wood. <laughs> oh, I hope we remember this. <laughs> but the thing is, the next one, next one we're going to do is Genesis of the Daleks, the next Dalek one, I mean. So it's going to be quite different to this, which is good. And yet, some at the same time. Do you, you mean they've got over the allergies? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor helps them by going back in time <laughs> or something, for some reason. Um. Yeah, and and the Space Marine Corps, they've got like decent uniforms and stuff. They like look normal. Yeah, they didn't actually look. They haven't awful. got like weird, massive shoulders and stripes everywhere, and but it was horrendous. It's like gold appendages and shit. It could have been slightly less bright blue, but yeah. But it looked cool. Funny enough, I was watching it and thinking, hmm, "Would I wear this?" <laughs> you probably would. Hmm. I liked uh, Galloway agreeing with the Daleks to uh, kill Exelons just so we can get the Perineum. Well, the way he sees yeah, it is uh, you're going to yeah. save millions of lives just for a few Exelons. And himself. Well, when the no doubt. Wimpy yeah. guy were quite disgusted, but yeah. But then he, I suppose he uh, uh, redeemed himself at the end by blowing himself self up with mm. the dance. He did his duty, as he said. And ridded the world of himself. Quotes then. Yes. What be your quote if then, Gav? My quote is <coughs> a, a a slight contradiction in whether help is coming or not. <laughs> 
and thusly goes it. I think we can safely assume that no help is coming. So, might I make a suggestion? The relief ship is here! Come on, quickly! Relief ship. The relief ship here! Nice. And I'm going to go for a classic play on words, which I enjoyed. I, I quite enjoyed this as well. Assuming that it's what I think. I it thought is. I thought it was nicely delivered. It wasn't cheesy. I thought the doctor saw it well, and here it goes. I've just had a face-to-face confrontation with a rather nasty root. It obviously wasn't very fond of me, but it positively hated the Dalek. Did you say root? Yes, it must have been one of these sort of underground support systems for the city, I should imagine. Well, what happened to the Dalek? The root one. Dalek nil. So, fan thoughts. Well, thankfully there's only two stories left. (laughs) Uh, Is this the worst Dalek story ever that we've seen so far? Wait, there were Daleks in this? Yeah, the, the way I saw it, it was like the Doctor and Sarah Jane, they were trapped on a planet by some sort of technology. So they met some local civil, some local life forms, they had some sort of disagreement, there was... Yeah, this is definitely what they... Yeah. Yeah. So, so they had to go through a trial to find the technology and they beat the technology and then managed to leave. Oh, and there's some Daleks in it. Yeah, they didn't need to be For Daleks some reason. I don't know why the Daleks were there. Oh, and they didn't even act like Daleks. Yeah, there was literally no point for the Daleks whatsoever. It wasn't a Dalek oriented story or anything. So why did they call it Death of the Daleks or something? Mm-hmm. Apart from the fact that we're going to kill the Daleks off. And so we'll make the world's shittiest story about Daleks so nobody ever wants to see Daleks ever again. That's the only thing I have to think of. Yeah, it just wasn't good. But apart from that, I enjoyed... Yeah, the the worst part of the story was the Daleks. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the sort of like puzzle, sort of like aspect of it having to infiltrate the way into this highly technological sort of centre, having to work through puzzles. I sort of miss that. I like that sort of stuff. If the puzzles were better... The puzzles were absolutely shockingly wank. Admittedly. If they got rid of the Daleks and built up the, the menacing nature of the city... Yeah. So you thought... Yeah. Sort of like Paradise Towers. Yeah, or that where they met the... What they call it, the... the I can't remember what they call them now. The, the, uh, him who's got his like, own dimension type thing and uh, like the big gesture type thing. Oh. Celestial Time Maker. That's him, yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. series. Stuff like that, that. Well, unfortunately, we'll never see him again. But yeah, it, it reminded me of fun stories like that and things like that. 
for some reason they were just Daleks hanging around in the background with fuck all getting blown up by wood yeah I do wonder whether they <laughs> I do wonder whether they put the Daleks in this afterwards or what who wrote this one was it Terror I think it was Terror Nation did, did, Terry, did Terry just get bored of Daleks I'm going to kill them off here by making them the world's worst pieces of shit ever <laughs> but anyway Mm. Next time, yes, because of uh, Christmas and everything, we're going to be delaying our release one week. What? <laughs> so the crossover will be on the twenty Christmas Eve, I believe it's yes. called. For the annual extravaganza with Sarcastic Voyage. Yes. And we will be reviewing an episode of 1960s The Avengers. Wow. Yeah, we were watching something in black and white again. You're looking forward to that. That's like nothing to do with Doctor Who or Star Trek Wars. Star Trek Wars. Um, and then the time after that, put it in your diaries, English Cal will be doing The Monster of Peladon on the 14th of January. Then, three weeks after yeah. that, is John Pertwee's final story. Mm-hmm. We're almost to Tom Baker. So, until the crossover, happy Christmas. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah. Our end quote comes from Phaedrus. He says, mm. an alliance with a powerful person is never safe. Discussion concluded. You'll be coming up behind the doctor. I must warn him. <laughs>